103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner. Broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Good evening, Southeastern Indiana. Once again, it is time for the longest running sports show at Southeastern Indiana. That is Coach's Corner. I'm your host, Terrence Arney, and I can't think of a better place to be than right here with you on a Monday evening uh, in the fall, if you would. I don't know, summer's still hanging on, but when you say football, it is fall right there. We are live broadcasting from Ison's Family Pizza right here on George Street. If you should drive by, blow the horn, let us know you're listening. We'd love to hear from you. We've got a great show for you. Call it a football preview, if you would, as we talk to some of the area coaches and their programs. We will speak with Batesville football head coach Evan Ulry as well as Milan head coach Ryan Langferman. But first, We'll kick things off with Greensburg's new football coach, talking about none other than Wes Anderson. Wes, welcome to the program. Thank you. Glad to be here. Appreciate you having me this evening and excited to, to be here on the program. So, let's, let's, I mean, your journey is going to be a little bit different, right? I mean, it's your first year with the program, so yep. you're not really... Uh, building necessarily off of everything last year you spent time at, um, in the coaching ranks with um, an indiana powerhouse in new mm-hmm. pal right yep yes sir yeah seven seasons uh with coach ralph at new pal and coach wide receivers and special teams for him and um i mean obviously what an opportunity to learn from one of the best right that there is in the business so um, lucky to call him a friend. It, it, I still probably I t- probably talk to him this time of year more than I talk to my own wife. If I'm honest, um, you know, it was a, just kind of trying to figure out all the processes that come with being a head coach for the first time. So sure, he's uh, he's certainly been a great friend and lucky to have him on speed dial when I need him. That sounds like um, a nice pro to have, yep. especially when you know those seven years you spent with New Pal. You guys had some state championships yep. in that time period as well, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we won twice in 2018 and 2019. And, um, and I did the math the other day. A parent asked me. I think we were 75 and 9 in the time I was there. Wow. So, um, you know, I, I, that's good and bad. I, you know, I think when you leave a program like that and take your own program, that I think the expectations are really high really early. And sure. I think there's a lot of people that – there's a lot of buzz around a program, you know, that, that there's a new pal guy here. But um, – you know, there's work to be done for sure. You know, that's not a, an instantaneous thing necessarily. So, um, you know, that's kind of part of the, been the process of spring and summer is is just trying to get this thing, you know, back on the right track and, and get us playing football the right way. Okay. Well, you know, that seems to be a theme then this year for Greensburg because not only do we have a new head coach in you, but also you've got some new digs, a nice new turf field, some mm-hmm. new upgrades to Shiver Field. Um, I'm a firm believer kids run faster with new shoes on. Yeah. Um, talk to us a little bit about the upgrades and some of the changes there at Shriver Field. Yeah, uh, brand new turf field, which um, actually we believe is officially finished today. Oh, wow. So um, should be on the on the turf tomorrow, which is exciting. Um, so new turf, new scoreboard. Um, you know, obviously new turf comes with new uprights and all that. And um, they were finishing up the brand new fence around the track today. So new track will probably be in about a week or so. So it, it's pretty much going to be, you know, all new top to bottom from, you know, fence to fence. So 
Um, it's it's a really great facility, and and really lucky to be, you know, coming into a facility like mm-hmm. that for our kids. Like I said, I think the energy you know around the program is really high right now. No, there's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Last season, Bulldog, uh, excuse me, Pirates, excuse me, four and seven on uh, the season. You get things kicked off this Friday night um, with Shelbyville. And uh, last year, in that game, if you want to call it a rivalry, I mean, that's the way Greensburg, you guys start that season every year, the Battle of 74, if you would. Yep. Uh, Shelbyville got the better of you, 35-21. When you look at the squad, where they are right now, all through camp, and all things considered, the upgrades, new coach, new coaching staff, all of those things, how, um, how do you feel going into Friday night? Uh... Well, I, I think the first-time head coach piece makes me really nervous. Sure. Obviously, I'm, I'm sure um, I'm going to be, you know, trying not to either, you know, pee my pants or throw up before the game, <laughs> or maybe both at the same time. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> as far as where we're at, I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, we we put in a new offense and a new defense this off season, which is always really hard to do. Sure. And usually not what you really want to do, but we felt like it was the best choice um, for kind of what we were left with and the personnel we had. So, you know, we've pushed the boys pretty hard this offseason in terms of that and learning and new systems and, you know, new terminology and things like that. So with where we're at, all things considered, I feel pretty good. Um, You know, also a new quarterback this year, which is, again, a unique challenge too. So, you know, there's there's a lot of hurdles to climb. But all things being said, I feel like the kids have really bought into the culture piece. I feel like... They're, you know, holding kids to a different standard and a higher standard is always a challenge. Mm-hmm. And, um, I feel like our kids have met that and then some. So I think they're excited to play. I think they're excited about our brand of football, and we're ready to see what happens when we kick it off Friday night. You mentioned the culture piece, and it's obviously uh, with a new regime. Very, very important to get that buy-in early. Yeah. I noticed you on social. You end most of your tweets with the hashtag no quarter. Sure. Talk to me about that. Yeah, so, you know, we always kind of want to try to tie everything back to the branding and the Pirates and the whole sure. nine yards. So, you know, in Pirate terms, no quarter is, you know, you if you're a pirate ship and mm-hmm. you pull up next and you got you pull up next to another boat and you got the black flag up, it's, you know, we're, we're coming aboard, we'll take your stuff, and then we're going to leave, right? Well, right. No quarter, they put the red flag up, the red skull and crossbones, and that means no prisoners taken. Mm. So, it, it again, kind of a, a branding piece, but it's kind of a... You know, we're not holding anything back. We're going to play, you know, four quarters every second as hard as we can, and we're going to finish the job no matter what. It's kind of the deal. Coach, I like that. Thank you. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. And the fact that you've got these uh, these youngsters buying into it, that's going to say a lot. Probably going to go a long way for you as the season progresses. Um, when you look at um, the personnel, the squad, talk to me a little bit about this senior class. Sure. Um Pretty small senior class. I think there's 12 of us, um, 12 seniors. Uh, most of those are big guys, so we'll we'll start three seniors up front. The whole right side of our offensive line will be seniors. Daniel Kopinski will be our center this year, and then Elliot Weber's the right guard, and Robert Eisert's the right tackle. And um, boy, a lot of size for us up front, which we're really excited about. You know, again, we've we've kind of changed the whole scheme of the running game and they've had a lot to learn this off season and we're still learning you know we're not going to be a finished product friday night by any stretch but um <clears throat> feel really good about the size that we have in that group um uh, brayden rankin who actually was, was a running back last year 
Um, it's going to start at left guard for us Friday night because oh, of some wow. injuries. So, wow. but team captain kid who has bought into everything we're doing, an absolute leader for us, and you know, one of those kids that you go to him a week ago and you say, "Hey, look, man, like I've got this idea. I need you to take your thirty jersey off and put fifty-seven on. What do you think?" And he, right. you know, he's all about it. So, you know, if that's what it takes to win, that's what we're going to do. And and you know that that is going to get us a long way. That culture piece. So, um, elsewhere. Um, Jesse Hadler mm-hmm. returns, was a linebacker a year ago, played a little running back. Um, probably see him at linebacker starting next week, we think, is when he'll be back. And same thing with Owen Meadows, who's played a ton of football at Greensburg and um, at receiver and safety and kick returner. And um, So it is a talented senior class that, yeah. that we're yeah. excited about. And Taven Fixmer, who played a lot of tight end last year, is probably going to play more defense this year on linebacker. Um, just because we don't run tight end a ton. So... Um, a lot of that too has been kind of with those upper class guys has been changing their expectation because we've had to move guys' positions, sure. you know, and, and sure. figure out what fits best in the system we have. So, you know, they're on board and and I think they're excited and and you know I think I, I think they're looking forward to heading out of Greensburg this year. They're on the right the right foot and, and going out the right way the way they want to. Yeah, good deal. When you when you look in terms of the team as it relates to the goals. That you guys have set for for uh, uh, for the team and the things that you want to accomplish, is there a position group or a skill group or a class that you're really leaning on hard to make those things happen? In other words, when, when it's all said and done, you look back. This was a great season. Is there a position group or a class that you'll say, "Man, these guys really stepped up and made it happen"? Yeah, I think our junior class is pretty good. Um, <clears throat> a lot of talent in that skill. Um, Skill positions in junior class. Kate Atkins back as our running back this year. Missed all of 2022 with a hip injury. Okay. After well, he played week one and then got hurt. So he's back at full strength and ready to see him really run. He's had a tremendous offseason in the weight room. Tremendous. So um, slim downs probably dropped 10, 15 pounds. Added some explosiveness and strength. And man, he's gonna. We got a big lineman. We got a really talented running back. And if I don't use those guys, I'm not a very good football coach, right? So we're excited about that. A couple of receivers in that junior class, too. We're really excited about Carson Miller, um, who's played a lot of basketball in Greensburg. Um, is is a really dynamic weapon for us on the outside. Big, tall body, can jump, good hands. So, you know, I, I think we've got the opportunity to be a little bit um, – Flexible in what we do offensively based on the weapons we have. So um, that we're really excited about our running backs. I told you Rankin's playing guard this week, but he'll be back in the backfield hopefully here in the next week or two. And then Austin Cruz will be a sophomore. We've got a really, really good stable of running backs that we're really excited about. And um, behind that big offensive line, we, yeah. we feel really good about what we can do running the football this year. Good. I, that's, that sounds exciting. I, you, you said it, uh, a big line and talented running backs. I mean, what more uh, does an offensive-minded coach want? <laughs> exactly. Right. If I throw it 55 times with those guys, I'm not doing a very good job. So right. um, we want to be balanced, you know, uh, but you know, at the same time, you know, we want to use the tools we have. Of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, this is, again, more geared toward you as, as uh, a first-time head coach. What do you think the biggest challenge will be for you making that transition from coaching the skill group to now being responsible for the whole kit and caboodle? You know what? It's been probably about a decade since I've called plays, <clears throat> since I've been an O coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, that was at Mooresville 2015 was my last year down there calling plays. So I think that adjustment is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was kind of nice to have that scrimmage Friday night to kind of get back in that 
mode of, you know, here's what I want to do, here's right. what the play is, here's what the next play is, here's what, you know. Because uh, it's an art form almost. <laughs> it really is, and, and it's not like riding a bike. It's more right. like swinging a golf club. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it regularly, you lose a lot of your feel and a lot of your touch. And, you know, I had a parent meeting a couple of weeks ago, and I said, look, guys, like, you got to bear with me. I haven't called plays in a decade. Like, I know you're going to be mad about the play calling. <laughs> I know I'm going to call a bad play on third and two that you don't like. I said, it's, you know, we're all learning. i got to right. get back in my routine. So that's kind of where my mind is on that stuff. And um, just, you know, play calling, clock management. You know, all those things that, that are skills that you need to polish that are pretty rusty for me, honestly. Sure, sure. To be expected. Yeah. To be expected. Um, and I will, I'll, 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 I'll leave us here with this, speaking with the football head coach, new football head coach from Greensburg, Wes Anderson. Uh, coach, um, you know, you're coming to southeastern Indiana and, and the, the, the athletic programs in this part of the the state really kind of put a stamp on things this past year, mm-hmm. particularly in football. Just just up the road from your North Decatur, uh, you know they go on a long yep. run. Lawrenceburg on a long run. East Central wins it all. Um, all of these kids, you know, right from the same area. Was that part of the enticement uh, when you were looking at? You know what your next move was. Did that play into your thought process? Some of the success that Southeastern Indiana has had athletically. Yeah, I mean we've when we were up at New Pal, we go against Lawrenceburg for several years, mm-hmm. um, scrimmaged them a lot in the summer, and obviously we're, we've been really good friends with the guys at East Central for a long time because we were kind of you know coming in together at sure. the same time too. So. Um, <laughs> and I'll be honest, like, w- when I decided I was going to apply for the job and I turned the film on, mm-hmm. and it was like, like, look at these kids, you know, like, what is in the water down here? I mean, <laughs> you know, we're going into this thing, and our average size up front, we're going to be about 6'3", 280 across the board wow. on the offensive line this year. So, you know, when you just watch the tape and you look at the kids we have and the kids that exist down here, it's like, what? what's not to like? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you got kids like that, and, you know, like I said, you know, our running back will feel really good about this year, too. Big kid, explosive, you know, squats almost 500 pounds. Like, wow. you know, there's something in the water down here that, that you know, really kind of piqued my interest. I'd never applied for a head coaching job before. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I turned the tape on, it was like, this is it. This is the one. Wow. That's good. Well, Coach, we wish you all the best um, and all the success in the world and uh, in your endeavors. Um, and don't let this be the last time Absolutely. we sit down and talk. Absolutely. Uh, always welcome here on Coach's Corner. And, again, thanks so much for making the time. We look forward to seeing you throughout the season. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. We've got more Coach's Corner coming up for you here in just a minute, right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Cecil Eisen here from the award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza with big news. The Chicken Bruschetta Supreme Pizza is back in Batesville. Yeah, you heard that right. Our delicious pizza that Eisen's Family Pizza makes with white garlic sauce, fresh local basil, seasoned chicken, and tomatoes is back for a limited time only. Don't forget about our Top This Frozen Yogurt. We have soft serve and pre-cupped options. Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333 on the phone. Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com on the web or downtown Batesville. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. 
We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI. Coach's Corner continues here on WRBI. I want to send out a special thanks to Ison's Family Pizza, as well as Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, and Great Plains Communications. Just finished up talking with first-time head coach Wes Anderson at Greensburg. Makes his way to uh, Decatur County from New Palestine. And if you know anything about New Palestine, they've had a long history of some really good football clubs, back-to-back state championships during the time he was there. And he definitely is going to bring that winning attitude um, to a Greensburg team that's always had good talent, individual talent, never seemed to be able to put it all together. We'll see what happens this year. And now joining us on the program, none other than Bulldog head coach, Coach Evan Olery. And Coach, welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me. No. I feel like, I feel like it's been a while, but we just talked the other day. Well, so. I was just going to say, I was like, you know, normally I'd say, man, I hadn't talked to you, I hadn't seen you in a while, but I uh, saw you out at... Uh, the stadium for the youth Batesville youth football yeah. i guess their jamboree if you would or kickoff yeah first week well, yeah first week of the year we kind of went away with the jamboree so it uh-huh. just kind of went right into the season and and uh keith moon who's our youth president we kind of got the short short straw kind of kick off the season right. with everything and uh but they did a phenomenal job i thought you know with you know the weather you know the way it kind of played some tricks there was a lot of a lot of people flown in and out all day yeah long long day for all those volunteers so uh, it was a good day it was a good day of football though it was it was definitely good to see you there but coach how important do you think it is for those youngsters and parents of youngsters that are involved in in uh youth football how important do you think it is for them to see you and your staff to kind of build those relationships early yeah, I think that's important. I think the big thing for me is, um, you know, I think it's for our players, mm-hmm. you know. Um, as we always, as I always tell my guys, if there's an opportunity, which, you know, we kind of you know, basically advertise, it was awesome to see some of our guys, a lot of our guys out there. and They're the rock stars. Sure. They really are. Um, this ain't about me. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I'll be honest. Right on. Um, I mean, I think, you know, I'm sure the kids enjoy. I'm sure it's optically good um, for the community. But when it comes down to it, um you know they, they know who uh, Will Geisel and and uh, Kate Kaiser right. and Gage Pullman and Bobby Weiler and all those guys are. I mean, and uh, and I, mean, I keep going on, but those are the rock stars and those are the guys that uh, they're running up to and giving high fives and fist bumps and you know, looking go. up to. 
Okay. Uh, so, you know, you go through all your summer program and workouts and two days and all of that. And all of it, you know, leading up to the season opener. Um, but you do get a scrimmage under your belt against a uh, familiar opponent in, in Franklin County. Talk to me a little bit about how things went uh, with your scrimmage with the Wildcats. Yeah, it was good just to get out and, I think, hit somebody else. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple scrimmages in the summer, um, but, you know, they're not full on, you sure. know, uh, as kind of like Friday was for the most part. And, uh, yeah, I think it was just good for our guys to kind of just get through that couple weeks of just practice, 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 mm-hmm. and uh, let's start working out some kinks. And I think that was the uh, the thing is we, we knew, you know, with a new offense um, in many components and uh, defensively with Ed Bowman coming back, you know, we you know some terminology, some things kind of changed. So we just knew that there was going to be some things we needed to work out. I was, you know, obviously still calling plays, but um, you know, just getting comfortable calling this this system, right? Um, you know, and then obviously for 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 Ed calling the defense and just um, getting that, and then our guys just going out and playing. And I think I, I felt like it took uh, you know maybe a session or so for our guys mm-hmm. to really get acclimated, and, and and even for us as a staff to get our guys maybe in the best position and. Once we um, uh, did that, I thought our guys just continued to improve throughout, and I was very pleased. Yeah. You know, you, you know, the, usually the two big things in high school, high school football, besides protecting the football, usually is um, running the football and, and stopping the run. Right. And uh, I would say pulling pulling out of that scrimmage, I felt like we were able to run the ball successfully and stop the stop the run pretty consistently. Okay, good deal. So that does kind of lead us into this week, right? You open up the season with uh indian creek and it's been an interesting series right between batesville and memory serves me correct so these teams you guys have played each other six times it's split right down the middle three and three and i actually think the first year this series started was the first year i started doing play-by-play for the for the bulldogs so i remember the first one pretty well um last year with a split they won the opener. You said to me that night, you know, I got a feeling we'll see them again. And sure enough, during sectional play, uh, Bulldogs do face them again. You get the better of when it counted, when it meant the most. Probably won, well, clearly the most thrilling game of the season. A 35-34, I mean, just, you couldn't ask for more drama <laughs> on a Friday night than what was delivered in that game. A great game. And again, it's it's, it's become a great series. Uh, when uh, when you these two teams get together, what uh, what type of challenges do you expect them to bring on Friday night? Well, I think offensively, I I, I you know felt like last year they were kind of like an offensive juggernaut. You know, mm-hmm. they could just flat out score on about anybody. They had a quarterback that could sling it, and uh, just athletes across the board. Um, you know, this year the the quarterbacks is different. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think it's more the legs than it is the arm. It's not no knock on the arm. I mean, the sure. guy they had last year was arguably the best quarterback I had seen in a while, sure. and how accurate it was. So, uh, I think they've got a little bit more of a dual threat back there um, in regards to the the ability to to run the ball and throw the ball. Um, but he's more of a runner, you mm-hmm. know, and so I think that creates some challenges. Anytime the quarterback can really be involved in the running game, that puts a lot of stress on, on the defense. Um, and they've got guys out on the perimeter. Uh, they had a freshman receiver last year that 
uh, arguably was probably their best receiver. Mm-hmm. And he's back, obviously, because he's a sophomore. Right. And um, so he looks bigger and stronger and, um, and, and definitely going to be a tough matchup for us out on the perimeter. So I, I think that their offense is going to is gonna make us have to work, right, right. And, uh, and challenge us. And, and there were some things that I thought that – we, uh, you know, we pointed out to the guys that we didn't do very well on Friday. That needs to get shirt up and cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Or you know, obviously they're seeing the same film we are. Right. Uh, they're going to expose it uh, because uh, you know, Coach Coach Gallen, you know, Casey's a really good offensive mind, uh, their head coach, and so uh, you know, we we've got to be up to par. But you know, uh, I got a lot of trust in Ed Ed Bowman, our defense coordinator, and our defensive staff and our players in general. So um, that's going to probably be, I think arguably one of our biggest challenges and then we didn't talk about to our guys today but uh casey is always crazy when it comes to special teams so you got to be ready uh for about anything and everything you know um going into this game so that's two of the three phases um defensively um you know i think we have a couple ideas of what they're probably going to do we saw some stuff in film and we know what they've done in the past um you know i think uh, we got a lot of trust in our offense too, so you know I wouldn't be surprised to see a game that you know could potentially be very similar to last year. Right? That right? was it was it was pretty much a track meet, <laughs> <laughs> especially the, that second half. So, uh, I mean, you know, every team is different. You graduate some kids, you get some new kids, and every team is different. But how much hangover? Uh, you think there's still a pretty bad taste in Indian Creek's mouth? I mean, because again, it was it was the one that mattered. You know, in in sectional play, and the way that they lost that game, it, you know, that's that's the kind of thing that stays with the team. I would assume. <laughs> I mean, uh, I know that I that would be a big motivation, and I look at the way you know, for our guys, you know, you know, for us, our season kind of ended. It wasn't like in, in a tight game like that, but it was in a very tough way, sure. tough pill to swallow. Then you go on and see a team like Lawrenceburg do what they did. So. Um, it was motivation for us, you know, so every bit of, I would assume, for right. them is, hey, they, I think, you know, and many people, I believe, going into the sectional last year, I think pretty much kind of penciled in Lawrenceburg and Indian Creek as the two teams, right? right? And um, and so I think probably, yeah, there is that part of just finishing on their aspect. And that's kind of was a message to our guys even on last Friday is, you know, fellas, we got to be ready and, and, you know, and, and you know, every, a lot of this just comes back to it. We got to control our own emotions and our own mindset right. and play our game. I mean, we got some really good football players. A lot of guys back from mm-hmm. last year um, that I think have continued to get better, bigger, stronger. They are, you know, even more wise, you know, uh, football players. Um, so we just got to get, you know, just continue to be great at what we what we're sure. doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm we know we're going to get their best, right? Mm-hmm. We know that they're going to come in with with great energy. Casey's teams always do. Um, right. They have you know high energy and going to be well coached. No doubt. When you look at uh, the squad this year, Coach, is there a position group or a class that you're looking at that's really going to make things happen for you? Uh, when, when you look, you know, collectively at the entire unit, uh, anything jump out at you, whether it be a skill group or a or class. Well, I think this senior this senior class and the junior class marry up very well with mm-hmm. one another. Um, you know, they they're there when you look across the board, uh, I think this is the first time Terrence since I've been here mm-hmm. that we've been junior senior across the board from and we're and we're playing two tight ends at times. Right. Um, 
seven guys across the board. I think five of the seven are seniors, mm. and the other two are juniors. Right. Um, we've never. I, I I know we've never had that since I've been here. There's always a sophomore or two somewhere. Sure. Um, heck, we've had times where our freshmen's been in there. Um, so when you have that, and then you compare that. With a guy who's got a full year at starting quarterback, mm-hmm. another guy out at receiver that's played, you know, um, you know, he started since he was a freshman, right. and a running back who started since he's a freshman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, like, I think you look at, like, how everything kind of just marries up very well. These two classes play off each other very well, and um, I think there's the explosiveness. Um, there's Then they're both just nasty and gritty in the trenches, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's um, – they just they, – they, 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 they feed off one another very well. Uh, it's a pretty good locker room, um, and there's just there, – there, there's talent, you know. And, um, you know, I don't – I wish we had maybe just a little more depth. That'd probably be the one thing, I you know, you know that just – but in general, um, the guys that we do have are, 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 have been playing pretty well and, and doing well uh, all off season and into the, into the first scrimmage. So – um, but to be honest, we're really excited. Uh, I've been really excited and, and was very pleased um, with our line, you know, our offensive line, um, you know, and just in general, um, the ability for us to run the football as effectively as we did on Friday. And, you know, and honestly, in both of our scrimmages in the summer against two good programs, uh, we ran the ball very effectively in mm-hmm. both those scrimmages. So I think, in, you know, for three for three, Hopefully it's four for four because if you can have a good running game, it makes your pass game just that much easier. Um, so, um, and then like I said, defensively, um, I like our linebacking group a lot. You know, Gage Pullman has now slid more into the inside linebacker, and you put him beside a guy and Carter Bowman that started since he's a sophomore. Um, Deacon Hamilton plays outside linebacker, and he has looked really good. Wow. Uh, John Durkee's you know, had a really good offseason. He was kind of a surprise guy. You know, you get yeah. that's kind of the thing, you know, with a new staff, a lot of new new faces on the staff, you get a lot of new perspectives sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember back in the, the winter, you know, Ed's like, Man, I really like John John D, you know, out at linebacker. And I'm like, Linebacker, you know. <laughs> but you know, but John has he's he's definitely uh toned out a lot and um and moves pretty well for his size, you know, uh as a he's as a wrestler and everything, sure. and he's 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 been a really good surprise at linebacker. So our linebacking group defensively, I think, is probably one of our strong suits. Good deal. Uh, you you talked about the the passing game, and let's talk about Jaisal and Company just for for a little bit. Um, the chemistry and the camaraderie and just the, the togetherness between Will Jaisal and Cade Kaiser. You've seen them kind of grow up together in this offense. Um, and I said this to you on Saturday. I said to you, um, just kind of based on that, and just watching over those years, because they had to grow up quick, you know, as as, as freshmen and sophomores. Um, how special can that connection be this year? Uh, yeah, it looked good on on uh, on Friday at times, and you know, and, and that's basically kind of a preseason look, you know, and. Again, they know both those guys will say, hey, we need to get out and even do more, right? Yeah. And, and I think they know, like, hey, we just got to be always on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, the will, Will's arm strength and just ability to put it in certain spots, and, you know, it's that makes my job a lot easier, you right. know, when you got a guy like him with that capability and you can't teach 6'4". 
Right. I mean, you get a guy like Cade with his wingspan and his just his um, explosiveness. He's, you can tell he's a basketball player. Uh-huh. Um, the, 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 those are just things that you know it makes makes it easy. I mean, sure. to be honest, sure. you know you uh, you can you call plays and um, you know and and that's part of this too is you kind of give the you know a little bit of freedom and in some cases a lot of freedom to your quarterback mm-hmm. of hey. You got a you got a six four wide receiver out there. You got a you know a, a group of running backs, Gage Pullman, kind of that lead of the pack. But we got some other guys and Alex Crackler and Deacon Hamilton and um, you know Damian Dance has kind of got some carries on Friday. Hey, you, you know the, the you got a lot of weapons around you. Right. You got a really good offense line in front of you. Um, just put us in the right play and go. And um, and so I think that's the thing. And, and, and a lot of that comes sometimes with those pre those you know those pre snap reads. Right. And um, him and, and Kaiser seeing the same thing. And Kaiser getting in the right spot. And 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 Jai's will put it where it needs to be, or at least put it within proximity because Kaiser's probably going to go able to go snag it, right. which he did that uh, on one of the plays on uh, on Friday. So. Um, it's a it's a nice thing to have. I ain't gonna lie. If sure. I if I was coaching against it, I would um, probably be up all night. But uh, it's nice to have to have that to our disposal. It's it's interesting to hear you use the term pre snap read in high school football because I don't know. I would imagine I, I'll be kind. Ten years ago, there were no high school quarterbacks doing pre snap reads. I mean, how what is what has led to this this uh, Let's call it advancement, right at the high school level. I mean, you know, you'd have been lucky again. If I go ten years, you'd been lucky if you had a uh, a college D one quarterback that could read defenses pre snap. And to be talking about that on a, on a high school level, where where's that coming from? Is it? I don't know. I, I think um, you know. I think a lot of kids. Sometimes I think we we shortchange what a kid's capable. Uh, of of absorbing, you right. know, and I think some of it is communication, you know, um, you know, and I say it, I think a lot of times young kids get a get a bad rap, bad, a bad rap, right? Um, but they're not dumb, and uh, they're very bright, and they can um, problem solve things, sure. you know, and you know it's it's nice because you know, I, and I and I say that is. I've had quarterbacks from you know when Trey Heidledge was here, he he continued to evolve and made a lot of. He he made me look a lot smarter mm-hmm. than maybe I really am. Just because again, you know, you give the kid a few options and right. and, and the kid's making the right decision. Um, Travis Lecker did did a phenomenal job as well. You know, is a lot of those big explosive plays or you know a play that you make a call, they make a check, um, and I think some of it is they conceptually understand the system, right? And um, and they understand how everything plays off. It's not just um, uh, a methodical of like, well, you know, this is the play call, this is what we run, this is what we do, and um, just kind of learning it, I don't know, more in a straightforward way, trying to learn it more of a conceptual under- and understand how everything right. plays off of one another. And I think that's kind of, you know, I've been very pleased and, and I've been blessed, you know, this year with, you know, Coach Belmer, you know, as a you know, long-time coach, mm-hmm. you know, really good teacher with the offensive line. You know, I think he's done a really good job of with even with our offensive line, understanding just the system and how things play off one another. And it's the same thing, in, you know, in talking to our skill guys is this play leads to this play, and this right. is, you know, um, so it's not just the quarterback; it's a variety of things. But 
you know, just by us talking about that, that was, you know, I'm sure people that went to the scrimmage, like, man, the offense started to click a little bit more as it went. Some of that is like what we were mentioning earlier, but some of that too is Will Geisel was making checks at the line. Wow. You know, I and, and, and some of that was like, hey, Will, it's okay to make those audibles and those checks and, hey, make sure mm-hmm. this, that. And he's having, whether it's a communication, you know, discussion with myself, Coach Bellman, or whatever it is. Um, you know, the, he, you know, he's making those adjustments, and football is um, it's not a very hard game, but there are a lot more little nuances in the game. Right. Um, and I think it's been an approach, and it's a long-winded answer, but I think it's, I think the coaching, um, and sometimes I think the teaching, uh, even from the day-to-day in the classroom, is more about trying to connect with these kids on a right. on, in relationship piece, but also. I think um, the, just the whole conceptual understanding, yeah. not just a a rote um, memory of something. Right. Yeah, and, and I think and I think you're right, and, and not just in sports, but in all aspects, kids tend to respond better when they understand the why. Yeah. You know, if they know why we're calling this play or they want you to run this play based on these other factors, once they understand that, it's, oh, well, and this is when that's out of place then that doesn't make sense, or that makes more sense. No, I, I, I think you're spot on. Uh, I think you're spot on with that. Coach, you in a hurry, or can you stick around with us for a few minutes more? I can stick around if that's what you need. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with more of Bulldog head coach Evan Ulrey right here on Coach's Corner on WRBI. Cecil Eisen here from the award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza with big news. The Chicken Bruschetta Supreme Pizza is back in Batesville. Yeah, you heard that right. Our delicious pizza that Ison's Family Pizza makes with white garlic sauce, fresh local basil, seasoned chicken, and tomatoes is back for a limited time only. Don't forget about our Top This Frozen Yogurt. We have soft serve and pre-cupped options. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333 on the phone. IsonsFamilyPizza.com on the web or downtown Batesville. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. We are here for you. At George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRBI. Coach's Corner continues here on WRBI. Special thanks to Ison's Family Pizza. Hurt and Elko, Margaret, Mary Health, Bruns, Gutsweiler, and SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC. Here with Bulldog head coach Evan Allry. And, uh Coach, I, I, thanks for sticking around with us a little bit longer. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the summer program, particularly because it starts in the spring uh, with strength and conditioning. 
and how important um, is that part of your program in terms of you reaching, you know, your final goals, the goals that you guys set up uh, for the team each year? How important is, is strength and conditioning to make that happen? Well, I think there's a variety of components to it that I think are extremely important with football. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're not going to see many teams that are successful in this sport with uh, teams with inferior size, strength, and speed. Right. It's just usually not you know there's obviously skill related to football but it's a physical game very demanding mm-hmm. um you know games are one in the trenches you know right. and, and, and with speed you know and so i mean yeah we 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 technically terrence i mean we start i mean our guys train all year round uh-huh. um yeah that's you know our, some of our guys were lifting after practice today and they, you know but even during the off season we we were fortunate when i got here to to get a weightlifting class in, you know in the in the buildings, right? Not just for football, but you know, for all of our student athletes and just students in general. Um, but for our program, it's huge. Um, I mean, I think it's it's that's kind of a big piece to your culture, um, you know, and just building that camaraderie and, and, and all of that, um, and getting that development. Right. And you know, we can only do so much. Um, you know, I think you know you want to obviously build the strength and the speed, you know, as much as you can. Um, but there are some really good people in the area that, that can take these guys even to another level, you yeah. know, and I think we've kind of talked about that off air and, um, you urge, Hey, recommend these guys. Hey, you can go see Jeremy cook. Right. Go for it, man. Yeah. He, he's phenomenal. He's, you know, heck he was a great baseball football athlete, you know, and he knows what the heck he's talking about and he can, and I think he'd have that personalized, that one-on-one aspect right. too. Right. Um, but you know, for us in our training, we, we, our guys, 6 a.m. workouts in the middle of the winter, spring, mm-hmm. summer. Um, tell you what, you know, it builds a lot of discipline um, and, and toughness and just accountability right. and uh, dedication to something and uh, good good traits that to carry on. Um, you know, I think as some of those things start to manifest as you, you know, you when you're in the middle of a practice right. or a game that, you know, we're just, uh, you know, I feel like our guys – Definitely this year in general, this is just a special group that they're just gritty. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. Um, and so you see some of that. But like I said, obviously the strength, the speed, the power, right. all those things come with a good program and uh, good culture in the weight room. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt that uh, having that, that weight training class in the regular curriculum for all the athletes is a big deal. But, Coach, i got to tell you, I was I saw some things on social where you've got athletes on their own. Uh, Bobby Weiler, for example, I saw one of his workouts, and I broke out in a sweat <laughs> watching this guy on social with, uh, you know, one of the personal trainers as he's working it. And it's got to mean a lot, right, uh, as a head coach, and you can see your guys going out on their own mm-hmm. doing whatever it takes to get better. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, we've got great parents, uh, people in the community. Um, like I said, Bobby comes from a really good family. Um, you know, Gage Pullman, Will Geisel, I know there were a few others that, uh, maybe Alex Kreckler's and the Kreckler boys, uh, they were down there training. Um, we got a lot of guys that go to Jeremy here in town. Um, and like I said, you learn a lot, you know, and I think just having that one-on-one training sure. – there are just things there's just differences kind of like i you know i'll be honest i'm a, i'm probably a better teacher mm-hmm. when i have when i've had classes of 12 kids compared to 45 right, right? just right. because you know when you can really break some things down um but you know and all these guys i'm not gonna sit here and say i mean jeremy there are plenty of things jeremy knows way better than i do when sure. it comes to you know speed and all that and and, and the guys down in, in harrison as well i mean um i'm not 
you know, that hard-headed to say that I know everything because I don't <laughs> right. believe me. Um, so they're, those guys, um, it's great, you know, that their families are um, investing in them and they're inve- and, and these guys are investing exactly. in, you know, in that. And um, I'm pleased. I mean, we, we got some really good players around and, um, like I said, it should be a pretty good special year. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the time that we'll spend here, and I appreciate uh, you stopping by Coach's Corner. We look forward to seeing you Friday night. Um, it's a home game, so come on out and support the Bulldogs, and we will talk again soon. All right. Thank you. All right. That was Bulldog head coach Evan Ulrich. We've got more Coach's Corner coming up for you here in just a bit on WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Cecil Eisen here from the award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza with big news. The Chicken Bruschetta Supreme Pizza is back in Batesville. Yeah, you heard that right. Our delicious pizza that Ison's Family Pizza makes with white garlic sauce, fresh local basil, seasoned chicken, and tomatoes is back for a limited time only. Don't forget about our top this frozen yogurt. We have soft serve and pre-cupped options. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333 on the phone. IsonsFamilyPizza.com on the web or downtown Batesville. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Decatur County Memorial Hospital is the right choice for your health care needs, providing access to quality health care for more than 100 years. We are proud to serve our community with comprehensive health services for your entire family through every stage of life. Our highly skilled, award-winning team approaches every patient and health care experience with compassion and integrity. We look forward to caring for you. Decatur County Memorial Hospital, the quality care you want, close by. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ison's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. Coach's Corner continues here on WRBI. Special thanks to Ison's Family Pizza, Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet, Buick and George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Great conversation with head coach Evan Ollery of the Batesville Bulldogs. They open up at home on Friday nights against Eagle Creek. And, folks, let me tell you, if this game is anything like the last time they played, a barn burner, 35-34 Bulldogs get that sectional win there. This Friday night should be a good one. Um, if you can't come out, Definitely tune in and listen. We'll have the game for you there. Shutting down the show, we bring to uh, Coach's Corner uh, none other than Milan football head coach, Coach Ryan Langford. Coach, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. 
Well, Coach, um, you know, it's uh, definitely good to uh, be back in the, the swing of things as far as football. Um, you guys uh, kind of debuted your new stadium last year. Uh, and I, that often adds a little extra off to the program for the for the boys and things. Tell me just briefly, because uh, we were talking with Greensburg. They're just opening up their new field, too, this year. But briefly... Talk about what that meant, though, to the team as a whole and even to the community, being able to uh, unveil uh, the new stadium. Well, I mean, as you said, it's super exciting. Um, you know, it, it's uh, the first day that we had we were able to go on the field last year. Uh, we had kids running around the track. Football was on one end. Soccer was on the other. And you're like, this, this truly is a multi-purpose yes. field and, and a community, uh, something the community invested in for right. our kids and our community. And that hasn't changed since day one. It's been that way. Um, we split it with the soccer team almost every night. Right. Um, and it, it's, I, I still look out the window sometimes at the high school and go, I cannot believe uh-huh. we have turf at my own high school. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, Mrs. Rogers, who was superintendent last year, invested in, you know, we got visitor bleachers, which we hadn't had for a while, uh, new concession stands, and it hasn't stopped. We're in the process of building a new weight room. Wow. So that's going on in the front. We did the gym lobby. So there's just been all kinds of improvements at Mount High School. And, um, I mean, I, I put our facilities up against anybody. They might not be as big as everybody's, but what we offer our kids and what they can use, um, it's pretty amazing for a school our size. And thankful that our community and school board has invested in that for our kids so that um, – they have facilities they can really be proud of. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. We were there last year for a soccer sectional. You guys were a host school for the sectionals there, and and you're right. The facility is just uh, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous facility. So um, if you want to see just a really and, and you said it exactly right, it may not be as big as you know some of the other programs in this area, but holy smokes, uh, as far as how nice it is, how nice it looks, the the quality. I, there's none better. And it shows you a lot what's happening. I, I don't think most people would believe every every game we play this year mm-hmm. is on the turf except for one. Wow. Only one game, home and away, are on turf except for one game. So that we sat down and looked at our schedule. That was pretty amazing for a 1A school yeah. to you know play every game on turf except for one. That was, uh, it was surprising to us when we kind of sat down and looked at it. Now, when you talk about the facilities, you made mention of, of uh, upgrading the weight room. And I want to talk about that just a little bit. We were talking with uh, Coach Ulrey a little bit about strength and conditioning. And I saw you guys on social, too, um, there in the spring. Some kids, I mean, deadlifting up to 250, 255, I think, was one of the higher, highest ones that I saw. How important um, is this strength and conditioning to your program? It's, it's huge to every program. Um, yeah. You know, 25 years ago when I was playing high school football, if you if you were lifting weights, it was an advantage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, now it's just an expectation. Wow. You know, we we preach to our kids that the advantage is sleep, nutrition, mm-hmm. um, how they take care of their bodies, which right. is are, is you know how they can get an advantage over an opponent. But everybody's expected to lift. Um, we're very fortunate. Um, most of our athletes are in weightlifting class during the school day. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had that for uh, well over well over a decade that all of our kids are able to lift during school at school right uh, coach sable who's our defensive coordinator is also our strength and conditioning coach so mm-hmm. um he's been in that role for for several years now and uh you know it, it's like any new coach you, you kind of got to find your own philosophy what you believe in sure. or what what your um program's going to look like and, and coach sable's starting to come into that in the weight room and stuff so we're starting to see the gains and it's all it's amazing you see the kids in the hallway every day mm-hmm. but you come out 
you know, in, in the spring, and you start looking, and, and some kids just transform. You, right. know, you don't even recognize them. They're right. just different. They've either hit the weight room hard and, and done extra work, like you mentioned earlier about personal trainers and stuff like that. They've, they've, they've done some of that, or they've just matured, yeah. or they've decided nutrition's important to them, you know, and put on a few pounds, and, and you don't even hardly recognize them uh, when they come out in the spring. And uh, we've had a few of those, th- thankfully. So, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely, definitely, definitely brightens the outlook in the fall when you when you get some of those kids that transform. And, and, I, and I just want to point out for our, for our listeners, it's not just football players; it's all student athletes that are, are involved um, in in the weightlifting program or the weightlifting class at, at Highland. In fact, there was one young man. Um, I think he, I want to say maybe it was baseball, but he increased his uh, max out, his max lift, ninety pounds. During that, you know, during that yeah. session, during that season, and you're right, that that is phenomenal to see that kind of growth. Yeah, I mean, I mean most of our kids are multi-sport athletes. So sure, that makes sense that it's affecting all the all the sports. Right, and we have a female weightlifting class as well for the for the girls. Um, and we, so we try to find a way to get everybody in the weight room that wants to get in there. Good deal, good deal. Uh, now, you guys, last year five and six on the season, you opened things up at home um, with Rushville. That game last year was a barn burner uh, back and forth affair 41 35 was, was the final score there uh rushville getting the better of you what type of challenges does this rushville team bring uh come friday night uh, i think the biggest challenge is the speed at which they play the game okay um, they oh, want, that's right they, they want, want up that, tempo yeah they want that ball to be set and they want to snap it as quick as possible and so um, last year, and I, I can't make this up, at, at the end of the first quarter, there were 60 plays between between both teams, 60 total plays in a quarter. Wow. Which That's is, a ball game. In, in yeah. A I mean, back before they had the, the play clocks, you know, standardized like they do now, mm-hmm. I mean, it, you could you could probably play a game with 80 to 90 plays yeah. an entire game. Yeah. And this was 60 in the first quarter. So. <laughs> We've learned some things from that, right? You know, and uh, we're not going to try to play their game. Yeah. And uh, but uh, they do do a good job of of getting the ball set and having that next play in ready to go. And so it does create a challenge for your defense to be able to get lined up correctly and get ready for it. Yeah, yeah. I could I could definitely see that. I forgot because they had a, a coaching change last year, so they had brought in a new regime last year. I think I think this is Isaac's third year. Oh, is that right? Slayer, yeah, but. It's been the same since he came in. It was, but last year was the first time they really went up tempo. Right, um, and it was it was impressive. It was not you know, and it, when you, when no matter who you play game one, you're going to get their best shot. Oh right? no doubt, no There's doubt. stuff that's been hidden all summer long. They don't run it in the scrimmage. You don't right. see it, and so you get some of those surprises game one, and that the up tempo that Rushville came out with last year definitely surprised us. And so we, uh, I think we had a twenty point lead maybe going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Our guys were gassed. <laughs> Yeah, they were gassed, and a couple things went their way, and before you knew it, we were behind. And so, you know, you, you talked about our five and six record. Um, we had a lot of barn burners last year. We won two games in overtime. Wow, you know, so those could easily went the other way. And now we're Very now good. we're three and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also had some games that we were ahead and lost the lead late. And yeah. So our, we were we were right there in all of our games, but. Um, you know, unfortunately, a, a losing record is not what anybody wants. Sure. And um, sure. Um, so. Uh, you know, we got some obviously some things to improve on heading into this season, but uh, it was a for the most part our schedule was very evenly matched, and there were a lot of good games um, that, that we played had to play four quarters of football. Well, the Milan football program always has been a uh, hold a special place near and dear to my heart. I kind of cut my teeth with WRBI calling Milan football or back in the day. Um, 
But when you look at your program this year, Coach, and in terms of the goals that you guys have set up, the things that you want to accomplish this season, is there a particular skill position group or a class uh, that you think is going to be a a major contributing factor to achieving those goals? Yeah, um, both. we were on our way home from our sectional loss last year against North Decatur, mm-hmm. and I'm in the front of the bus, and the kids are in the back of the bus, and I get a text from our then juniors, now seniors, mm-hmm. when can we meet? Wow. And they were ready to get started. Um, wow. And they want to make a difference, and they've, they've proven that through the off season. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, they've put in the work, and it's been important to them. Um, I would say as far as uh, position groups go, um, you know, I'll speak for offense. I, I coach on the offensive side of the ball. Sure. Um, but our, our backs, we, we have a lot of guys who want to get the ball in their hands. Mm-hmm. And so our, our backfield um, athletes that we have in the backfield um, has really been kind of centered around how are we going to get all these guys the ball because they're all really good athletes. Yeah. Um, that being said, we have three returning starters on the offensive line um, uh, that have put in the work. Uh, all three will be three-year starters, mm. um, and so you know they're hungry. Yeah, we got, we got an all-state tight end mm-hmm. who uh, is has has had a tremendous offseason. He's one of those kids that have transformed. Right. And if you looked at us on paper going into the the offseason, you said, well, you know, we, we kind of have a quarterback battle going on between a, a junior John McEwen and sophomore Wyatt Marsh, mm-hmm. and then our receiving core was was you know kind of low as far as not only grade level but in size. Right. And uh, Dylan Offill and Micah Norman uh, were kind of at the top of the depth chart, but you didn't really know. And then, you know, those were two of the guys that come out this this spring, and you go, man, who is this kid? <laughs> uh, Dylan Offill and, and Micah Norman have both had just tremendous offseasons. You don't even recognize them. And you may remember uh, Dylan had an older brother, Michael, mm-hmm. who was a heck of a receiver for us back in 16. Yeah. Um, was the beneficiary of a lot of Blaine Beck touchdown passes yeah, um, and and Michael was one of his go-to receivers and so Dylan is starting to look like Michael is that right and uh, so you know you kind of set up an offense with the philosophy of Harry going to the season like and lo and behold man you got some guys that want to go up and catch balls and throw it around a little mm-hmm. bit and um, Wyatt Marsh is, has won our, our quarterback battle for now so we're okay. going with sophomore Wyatt Marsh at quarterback um, and he's throwing some great balls okay. and, and Dylan and, and Mike are going up and catching them and so you know, you just look at. We got a lot of a lot of good things on the offensive side of the ball. We're going to look at, and I, I would say one of our, um, I won't say weakness, but a concern is we got a lot of two way players. And in one yeah. A football, you're always going to have some two way players, sure. but maybe a couple more than we'd like to have. Um, but you're going to those running backs I'm talking about that basically makes up our secondary, mm-hmm. and they have all um, our entire. Our, our five secondary guys, they all returned. They all started last year. Um, so we're excited about them. Um, there's a lot of speed back there that can fly around. Um, Ethan Pierce, who I mentioned as tight end, is also a returning linebacker. I think this is year three starting at linebacker for him there. Okay. Um, and then on the defensive line, uh, three of the four linemen started games last year. They weren't necessarily starters every game, but they all took their turn starting games. And so we've got the experience, right? right. It's just, you know, it's like any team, staying healthy. Um, getting our young guys ready so games five six and seven when you need to start spelling guys and getting them ready for the playoff run right we can develop those guys and have some guys that can rotate in and go good deal uh i got excited just 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 hearing you they're talking about uh these difference you use the name you mentioned the last name norman that's the last name that you've been <laughs> you, familiar with with Milan athletics you probably called it quite a few times on the basketball court <laughs> right. this winter mm-hmm. uh you know he's a, he's a heck of a three-point shooter but yeah. he, he's not a bad receiver either so um he, he's had a nice off season for us and uh we'll definitely get some playing time on fridays good deal good deal uh 
and, and Coach, um, give us a little bit, just a peek under the tent, though, of what that summer, what does the summer program look like, uh, you know, t- today in terms of high school football? Because it's obviously way different than it was five years ago completely unrecognizable from what it was 10 years ago mm-hmm. but when kids get out of school in in in, in may um what what does that look like between may and, and august when uh, as far as football is concerned so our expectation is that they <clears throat> find a way to work out at least three days a week in the summer mm-hmm. a lot of them do a lot more mm-hmm. they, they go to other places and lift or they got workout you know um, gyms at home or whatever sure but come to the school at least three days a week in the summer <clears throat> and um we have about 40 kids on the roster this year, and 25 of them had perfect off-season attendance wow. between spring and summer. Didn't miss a single thing. Going back to when we started down patrol in March, coming in early in the mornings. Yeah. Um, perfect attendance, 25 out of 40. And I don't even count the guys that just missed one, two, sure. you know, overslept a day or whatever. Right. Um, so that was pretty impressive. Um, so we expect them to work out a minimum of three days a week, and then we had um, we had football sprinkled in there, and we scrimmaged. We had three summer scrimmages okay. um, that that went well over the summer, and before we scrimmaged Triton Central last Friday. Mm. Awesome. Well, Coach, I'm not going to hold you any longer. We look forward to uh, what the Indians do this season, folks. Definitely make your way to Milan on Friday night. If you haven't seen the new facilities in Milan, do yourself a favor and check those out and check out a great game. Again, they'll be hosting Rushfield and uh, uh, Rushfield. And, and don't blink because <laughs> that game's going to go quick. It's going to be fast. Uh, Coach, again, thanks so much, and we will check in with you later on down the run. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No doubt about it. That was Ryan Link from the head coach of the Milan Indians. And that's going to do it for Coach's Corner this week. Got great games going on this Friday night. Make sure you check them out. Go to the sports page at WRBI. Click on sports, sports schedule. You'll see all the games, um, uh, the, the start times, who's playing who. Uh, this Friday night we'll have as much for you as possible. And we'll be back with you again same time next week. want to thank our sponsors one more time, Ison's Family Pizza, as well as uh, George's Pharmacy, Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, Bruns, Gutsweiler, and SEI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana. We'll take a quick break, come back and tie a bow on this one right here on WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Cecil Eisen here from the award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza with big news. The Chicken Bruschetta Supreme Pizza is back in Batesville. Yeah, you heard that right. Our delicious pizza that Eisen's Family Pizza makes with white garlic sauce, fresh local basil, seasoned chicken, and tomatoes is back for a limited time only. Don't forget about our Top This Frozen Yogurt. We have soft serve and pre-cupped options. Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333 on the phone, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com on the web or downtown Batesville. Over the past two decades, suicide rates have increased by nearly 36%. While these rates are alarming, the good news is suicide is preventable. On Saturday, September 23rd, join Margaret Mary Health for their first ever Stop the Stigma 5K. Together, we can raise awareness and remind those who are struggling they are not alone. Registration is now available by visiting the hospital's event section online at mmhealth.org. That's mmhealth.org. When superhero students need super fast internet, it's Great Plains Communications to the rescue. Set your kids up for success with fast, fiber-powered internet and more to keep them connected to teachers, friends, and family. Super fast internet for your superhero students and money-saving offers from your hometown internet hero, Great Plains Communications. 
Sign up now to take advantage of great back-to-school offers at gpcom.com or call 833-341-2324. Offer valid on residential services only through September 22nd, 2023. Other limitations and restrictions may apply. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI. Back to Coach's Corner. What a great way to start off this season. Incredible lineup of area coaches with uh, the new head coach at Greensburg, Wes Anderson, Bulldog coach Evan Ulrey, and head coach for the Milan Indians, Ryan Langford, and all visited with us here on Coach's Corner. And if you had it, if you were listening to the program, there were some some repeating themes. There was an underlining theme in there, um, and you heard all the coaches really talk about it. Talk about the advancement uh, of, of of high school athletics, obviously, as it pertains to football. I mean, you had heard Coach already talk about quarterbacks doing pre-snap reads, and um, you, you heard these coaches talk about the importance of strength and conditioning and how that's you know, it used to be an advantage, and now it's just the expectation—not just in their programs, but in all programs. And I and I find that fascinating in terms of the evolution of uh, the uh, student athlete uh, that we see here in, in, in these high school teams. And one of the other things you heard Coach Ulrey as well as Coach Anderson talked about—they talked about, they talked about uh, their team's culture. And getting that buy-in in the team's culture, and uh, and, and how important um, having a team culture, and how important that is for these teams to go on and uh, have great seasons and accomplish the goals that they want to. I got to tell you, folks, I'm excited for football in general. Uh, it is my hands down my most favorite sport to to watch, to call, to commentate, all of those things. Um, and just again, just listening to these coaches. It just as a reminder of what or just how good, how lucky we are in terms of these great football programs we have here in southeast Indiana. Uh, just a recap with our coaches that we had on tonight. Greensburg opens up the season at Shelbyville. Uh, game starts at 7 o'clock. Batesville will host Indian Creek at home. And the Milan Indians, also Friday night, they'll be hosting uh, the uh, – Rushville Lions on Friday. That, too, is going to be a great one. You heard Coach talk about um, that up-tempo offense that uh, the Lions like to run and kind of caught them off guard a little bit. They knew that they liked to go up-tempo. They didn't know they liked to go that up-tempo until they saw it up close and in person. Um, and it kind of caught them off guard. Guys were gassed by the time they got to the fourth quarter. But this time, I got a sneaky suspicion they're going to be ready for them. Um, you know, sneaking that one past them this time. Folks, again, that's going to do it for this Coach's Corner. We'll be back next week the exact same time, the exact same place. And we want to once again thank our uh, host in Ison's Family Pizza for hosting it, as well as thanking um, our other sponsors that make this broadcast possible. Garings. Fleetwood Chevrolet, Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communication, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, Bruns, Gutswiller, and SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC. I want to 
Uh, so for all of us here at WRBI, including Abby Brinson for making the schedule, and John Heil keeping us loud and proud, moving all the levers and twisting all the knobs on the board, this is Terrence Arney saying thanks so much for listening. And in the immortal words of the Hall of Famer himself, you've got this. Trust and believe in yourself. This has been Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.